Welcome to 15 Minutes with Him, a prayer call where we gather in His name every Monday and Friday from 5.45 to 6 a.m. I am your host, Sister Valerie Lee, and I say good morning and welcome to the end of the week. We thank God for Him allowing us to make it, to keep us, to be with us, to bless us, and to walk with us each and every day. And so I'm so grateful that you joined me this morning. I hope that you're doing okay. I hope that you are continually praying and seeking the Lord at this time because we need him more than we've ever needed him before. So let's get into the call for today. And when you get an opportunity, I want you to read Second um, Kings chapter 13, verses 20 and 21. And I'm reading from the King James Version of these two verses. Again, that's Second Kings chapter 13, verses 20 and 21. And it reads on this wise. And Elisha died and they buried him. And the bands of the Moabites invaded the land at the coming end of the year. And it came to pass, as they were burying a man, that, behold, they spied a band of men, and they cast the man into the sepulcher of Elisha. And when the man was let down and touched the bones of Elisha, he revived and stood up on his feet. So far the scripture. And so today we are looking at these two verses that bring up the prophet Elisha. Many of you know who Elisha is because Elisha was the one who asked for a double portion of the, the power of Elijah when he was about to go or be taken up unto the Lord. And so we know that this power that Elijah had was no one's power but God. It was his power only. And so when we look at this these two verses that I just read, it is showing us a miracle. It says that Elisha died and he was put into a sepulcher. He was put in like a grave. And so they put a man who had died. He was buried. He was put inside of this grave. And as a result, when the man touched his bones, touched Elisha's bones, it says that the man was revived and he stood up. Okay, so this right here is powerful because this is a miracle that is unheard of. We know of people who have passed and we have a complete grave and there may be three other spaces or spots within the grave so that when one person passes in the family, another one can be put there the next time. And so they say in this particular grave that the man that was that had died his bones touched Elisha's bones, and as a result, he revived and stood up on his feet. And so why is this important today? Well, because when we look at this, this, this situation, we know that Elisha's death was a means to giving life to another dead body. That's powerful. He died, and then he was dead, but because he touched or the man, if you will, touch Elisha's bones, then he became alive. And this is important because we know that dead things can become alive again. Now, we know that when we're seeking God and we live for God and when we say yes to the Lord, that we are dead, but we became and we become alive when we are touched by him. And so this is a great thing. This is an awesome thing. We know we follow men and women of God, but when we seek after the Lord himself, when he says, 
he touches us and we say yes to him, we who are dead can be alive again. We are, we are alive from the hell. We are alive from sin. We are alive from the grave. We can be alive again. So this is a foreshadowing of Jesus because when we say yes to Jesus, when we give our lives to Jesus, we who are walking, even though we're alive, we're the walking dead, we can become alive again. And so Elisha's this 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 account here shows us the power of God and who God is and when he is in us and he lives in us then he is greater in us that no matter what we need whatever we're dealing with whatever problems we are facing because it might seem like it's dead it cannot be fixed it cannot be turned around when we say yes when we give it to God when we say Jesus take it we and the situation and what we think is over is not over according to God because what's dead can become alive again, just like this man. And so let's look to the Lord in prayer because this is good news. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this morning and we thank you for being a wonderful father. Thank you for keeping us last night, God, as we slept, God, watching over us. God, so many of your children are in different places, and so some are up, some are already out, some are at work. Some are just doing what they normally do. They're just sitting there, and they're spending time with you. And for that, God, we give you praise. We have another morning. We have another chance. We have another opportunity. And we're grateful, God, for your compassions. God, they, your compassions, they don't fail, God. They are always there. God, you are faithful to us, God, every single time we get up in the morning. And so we are just loving you on this morning, and we're just grateful that you are there, that you love us, that you continually keep us, and for you alone, God, you get the glory. God, this morning, we thank you for this miracle, this powerful miracle, God, this word. God, there's so many accounts in Scripture that give us insight on what you can do in this time because of what you did in that time. And so because we know that you're a miracle-working God, we ask before we move any further for forgiveness. Lord, forgive us of our sins. God, we know we've done something. We've said something. We've behaved a certain way. We've acted out. We've, we've looked at someone. We held something in our heart. God, please, please, this morning, forgive us, God. Forgive us of our transgressions because there's so many. God, there's so many. There's so many things that we do. I don't care, God, how perfect or wonderful we think we are. God, we've messed up. And we've done you wrong. We've done you wrong. We've done others wrong. But ultimately, we've hurt you. And so, Father, we ask this morning that you would please forgive us and extend your mercy, God, creating us a clean heart and renew a right spirit in us, God. We need your spirit to be right in us. And we know you're right, but we are a mess. So, Father, thank you for extending mercy by allowing us to not just get up again, but to, for, you, for you to wipe the slate clean from anything that has been disgusting, has been rude, has been nasty, according to what you have told us to do, God. We thank you for doing that, God. Thank you for loving us in spite of us, and we give you praise. Well, this morning, God, we thank you for this miracle. Lord, we all are seeking you in some way for a miracle. There are things that we know that only you, you, Holy One, can do. You're the only one that can fix it. You're the only one that can heal it. You're the only one that can open the door. But God, it is you. It is you that does it. And we thank you for this account of this this great God man who wanted to follow after Elijah. He chased after him. He wanted what he had. He, he wanted the anointing. And that anointing is not of Elijah, but it is of you, God. It is your power. It is you living in us, God. And so you are the one who gives us 
this power. God, you told us greater is he, you, God, that lives in us than he that lives in the world. And so as much as Satan looks like he's doing much and that he's winning, it looks like it, God, we know that you are greater, not just out there and in all the situations, but you're greater in us. And so you're the one who gives us power, power to live, power to, to say no, power to not do, power to walk upright, God. It is difficult for us to live here, God, in this world and to not be polluted by the world, to not be infiltrated in our decisions and how we behave. God, we know you know, you know, because you walk, Jesus, you walk this earth, you see what's all around, you see the things that entice us. You see the things that affect us. You see what we have to, had to deal with, God. So, God, we ask that you help us. And so, because you live in us, God, we're pulling on your strength today. We're pulling on your power to keep us, to guide us, God, to walk with us, God, to, to teach us, God, how to be, how to live, God. We don't want to just be religious because you told us that the pure religion, the one that's that's right before you is to, to take care of the widows and the orphans and to not be distressed, but to not be polluted by this world. God, we need you this day. We need your power. We need your power. And so, God, we know that whatever is exceedingly great, his power towards us, God, is to those who believe according to the working of your mighty power, which you brought in Christ when you raised him from the dead and you set him on his own right hand in heavenly places. Lord, you are on the right hand of the Father right now interceding for us. And you're greater, you're bigger, you're more powerful than any principality, any power on this earth, and any might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in the one that is to come. God, your name is great. You are greatly to be praised. And so this miracle that we witness from Elisha to this man, this unknown man, God, that's us. We are unknown to so many people, but we're not unknown to you. You are the greatest power. You can do anything. You can fix anything. And so we need to hold on to who you are, God so that we can be strong in you. So, Father, teach us how to pray, how to pray even more, to be powerful people of prayer, Lord, not to sound it and to put a title on our name, but to be a prayer warrior, to be an intercessor, to be the one who can seek you in the midst of situations, to do like David whenever he got into situations, good, bad, or indifferent, God. He knew how to worship you. He knew how to fall on his knees. He knew how to repent. God, help us to be like that so that we can be powerful, not in it of ourselves, but in you, God, that you are the great one in us, that you, when we begin to speak a thing, that it shall come to pass. Lord, your word lets us know that death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat of its fruit. So, God, we have spoken death in a lot of our situations. When we say it can't be fixed, when we say it's over, nah, that can't um, turn around. Well, that's the doctor's diagnosis. I guess this is just how it is. God, we have spoken death when we say we accept it. God, you have given us the power not only to give wealth, but to speak life or to speak death. And so God, teach us how to speak life in the midst of the situation because our tongue is powerful. What we say can happen. What we say can come to pass because we have your power in us. You are our powerful one. You are the great one that lives in us, God. And so we bless you, God, because you told us to be strong in you and the power of your might, not our might. So this morning, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice, whatever they are dealing with, first and foremost, that they know you, God. They got to say yes to you, Father. They have to be pricked by you. They have to say, I am a sinner. They have to give their 
lives to you. So I pray for everyone who does not know you, God, that they will yield to you, God, and be saved, that they accept that they were a sinner, but you made a way for every sinner, God. You made a way of escape, God. Pray, I pray, God, that you save them and deliver them and set them free. But for those of us who have yielded, that we're, we're pressing, God, towards the mark. We're pushing and we're, we're prodding to live holy, God. We pray that you teach us how to be strong in you so that, God, as we walk, we will be strong in the midst of storm. We'll be strong when we're weak. For you said that even in our weakness, that's when we're strong because of you, not because we're so amazing, but it's because of you. And so, God, when you were with the children, when the, the, the disciples were in, the upper room. You let us know that we will receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and we will be your witnesses, not just here, but in Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the world. If you gave us power, God, to have you living in us, then there's nothing we can't do because you want us to be a witness no matter where we are, no matter where we go, no matter what we're dealing with. God, help us to be a witness, and so your power that's in us can help us to be, to do, to live, to, to strive, to be who you have called us to be. So that means whatever we ask in your name, God, you can give it to us. So we thank you this morning for your power. Your power says that we can speak a thing and it shall come to pass. It shall be established. And so this morning, God, I pray for healing of bodies. God, you are still the same healer in the Bible. There is nothing that's too hard for you. So even in 2022, when we see things that are horrendous, when things that are or sicknesses and diseases and infections and all kinds of aches. God, there's nothing too hard for you because you did it not just once, but several times before, many times before, thousands of times before. You are still the great physician. So heal bodies today of any sickness, anything that's wrong. Heal minds today in the name of the Lord Jesus. Heal thoughts today in the name of the Lord Jesus. Heal physical ailments, God. Whatever is wrong, God, you are a God that when it looks like it's dead, you can bring it back to life. Heal hearts, God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Heal finances in the name of Jesus. Heal friendships, God, and relationships. Heal those who are grieving in the name of Jesus. Heal those who are just complacent, just can't move, don't want to move. God, you are pushing and prodding them, but they're just stuck because of life. I pray that you heal them and let them go. Heal them and make them free in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for those who have been involved in fires. God, those who are in, involved in situations where they lost everything. God, we pray for you to give them relief and help them financially, help them to get back on their feet, help them to have a place to live. We pray, God, for everyone who are in the jails and those who are nursing homes, those who are sick, those who are shut in, those who are just grieving and they're grieving in a place. They might be in a regular apartment, but they're so overcome with grief that they cannot move, they cannot function. God, heal them and let them go. I pray for the widows today, the widow words the orphans, the ones that are destroyed, God, in the name of the Lord Jesus. And then, Lord, we know that you're in charge. You know everything that's going on. So I pray, God, that you stop this war in Ukraine. Oh, God, have mercy in the name of Jesus. We hear the leaders doing whatever. They're saying things. The other leaders of the world are coming together. There is going to be where we got to gather, and it looks like it's a World War Three. Father, have mercy. Day, all the causes and all the problems and all the back talk and what's underhanded, what we don't know about. God, heal us. God, stop the war in the name of the Lord Jesus. Help the people. Help the children. Help everybody. God, we are in trouble, and we need you today. So, God, even our leaders here in this country, we pray that you direct this step. 
that you guide them into all truth. God, help us not to get caught up in this one is bad, and they're going to help us. God, you turn the king's heart because you do it just like water. God, you turn it whichever way you want to. So, God, control Biden's thoughts, his mind, his conversation, Kamala, and all of the cabinet and all of those who are in their Congress who are making decisions, God, and we're just sitting there saying this one is great, and I like this one, and they're a Democrat and they're a Republican. Father, control them, direct their steps, direct their mouth, direct their decisions so that, God, it will be well here, but it will be well over there. God, we need you to intercede because these are just mere men and women, and they cannot control the world. You are in charge of the entire world. So I pray for peace. I pray for love to abound. And God, because your love, we know that your love is the greatest love. Your love is the greatest, the greatest power that exists. And so, Father, you can do it. So we stand in agreement today that you're doing this and you're changing situations and hearts. And what we see one way, God, we can look back and it could be different because, Lord, whatever is dead, you can make it alive again. We thank you for this prayer today. Cover us. Keep us. We plead the blood over every single person that you keep us, God, that you cover us, that you protect us from everything, accidents, rapists, murderers, violence, robbers, anything that would cause us to be in pain, to suffer. God, we're praying, we're praying, God, that you just keep us, God, because we are the apple of your eye. We are the sheep of your patches. We are your children, and you are the lover of our souls. We thank you for this prayer today. We thank you for being the one who is the power. You are the greatest power ever, ever. You, you, you are the one. And so because you are the one, we look to the hills from which cometh our help, and our help can only come from you. We thank you for the prayer, God. We thank you for answering the prayer, and we thank you for the manifestation of what is to happen in our lives. We give you glory, God. We give you honor, and we give you praise. It is in the name of Jesus that we pray for your sake. Amen. And amen again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So, ladies and gentlemen, be encouraged. Continue to pray. Continue to seek the face of God and seek his power because we know the Holy Ghost power is what directs you, convicts you, tells you when to say yes and no, when to go. When those nudgings come, it is not something. It is he, the great one, Adonai, the master of the universe, who is nudging on you and telling you to listen to me because I know everything and I got your life in my hands. So meet me again for 15 minutes with him. You know I love you. But God truly loves you more. Have a blessed day. Take care. You've been listening to 15 Minutes With Him podcast. You can follow 15 Minutes With Him wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have not subscribed to this podcast, please click on the follow button to connect with us. To learn more about this podcast, Minister Valerie Lee, and how you can support this ministry, visit us at ValerieLee.org.